to lead out, how far to lead out, why to lead out, and some of the pitfalls that can happen if you lead out too far. In agility, it is always nice to have a little bit of a lead out to be able to be in front of our dogs, not only to show them the path that they are going to take, but also most dogs are gonna catch us on the run. So if we are in front of them, then we can show them where we're going and we can be in the right spot at the right time uh, by the time that they catch up to us. But the question I have for you is, can you lead out too far? And in my opinion, the answer is yes. You can definitely lead out too far. So with our cueing, we have six cues in agility that we use, and one of them is motion. And motion is very, very powerful. Um, it, in my opinion, is the, the number one uh, cue that your dog is paying attention to the most. So moving forward, moving away from them, moving backwards, um, moving at a certain speed, so either slow or fast, makes a difference to our dogs. One of the other cues in agility that we use is location. And location helps our dogs understand what obstacle they're gonna take, if a turn is coming, if, extent, if extension is expected. And so when we are leading out, there are times when we lead out too far and we lose what I call real estate to show the obstacle, to show the turn or extension that we desire. And so what I've seen is that dogs like to chase us and if we lead out too far and we're expecting a turn, we don't have the ability to show the deceleration that is required to show the turn because we're already there, we're stopped. And so what I see from dogs is that we lead out too far, we get one or two steps in the direction we wanna go, and then we plant our feet because we have nowhere else to go and our dogs are, we're waiting for our dogs to catch up to us. And so our dogs slow down seeing that we're stopped and they're like, so where are we going? I don't know where we're going because you're stopped. And being stopped, it's an indication to decel for our dogs. It's an indication to turn for our dogs. And so if we have stopped prior or, or right next to an obstacle, unless our dog is well-trained and they have the history of commitment, our dogs will stop short of the jump or they'll turn before the jump because we're stopped. And so I think that we can have too much of a lead out that prevents our dog from seeing the commitment to the jump first and then the turn. So I think we need to be very careful in how we lead out and where we lead out to upon releasing our dog. We need some motion towards the obstacle if our dog still does not have commitment to the obstacle. And commitment is something that dogs learn over time and we need to help support them in that commitment, um, if we don't have location and, and speed to help us, then we need verbals to help, up, help them, we need eye contact to help them. But the most important is motion. And so pay attention to how 
far you lead out and whether or not you're leading out too far. We need that motion towards the obstacle. We need our shoulder pointed towards the obstacle to help our dogs learn the commitment and then the turn. So can we lead out too far? I think the answer is yes. And I think that we need to pace ourselves. We need discipline in where we release our dogs from so that we can show that motion can show the location towards the obstacle. Here's another place where we need discipline in how far ahead we get uh, in front of our dogs. So there are times when you will need to be behind your dog in order to cue a turn, and that would be in a rear cross or a forced front. So if we are asking our dogs to do a rear cross and we find ourselves so far in front of them that we have to actually stop to allow them to catch up, overtake us to show the rear cross, then we have done a, a poor job as a handler in managing our location, our speed, so that we don't get too far ahead. If you're so far in front of your dog that you find yourself sitting there having a cup of coffee waiting for them to catch up to you then you probably had time to do a blind cross or a front cross uh, and so as handlers we have to learn to predict our dog's speed we have to learn to predict our dog's uh, path that they are going to come off of an obstacle or out of an obstacle and we have to be disciplined enough to slow our bodies down to be in the perfect position or to, a useful position to show our dogs a rear cross signal, to show our dogs the next obstacle so that they don't come out of a tunnel and see us just dead stopped. Because if we're dead stopped, then they're gonna go, whoa, are we turning here? Which way are we going? And being dead stopped when the dog comes out of a tunnel gives the dog zero information or at least a very, very little information. It can give them location, but it doesn't give them indication of which way we expect them to go next. And so they come flying out of the tunnel, see us dead stopped, and we're like, jump, jump, jump. And they're like, but which direction? Because your, your motion is not supporting what direction to go. And so if we had slowed our body down five feet prior to where we wanted to stop and our dog comes out of the tunnel with us moving towards that, that next D-cell spot, then they can say, ah, okay, I go with you this way, come to a, a D-cell and turn in ABC direction. For a force front, we want them to move past the logical side of a jump or the logical side of weevils, the logical side or the blind entrance of a tunnel and force them to come with us and then turn them into a front cross. We need the discipline to slow our bodies down so that we can do the rotation of the front cross in the right place at the right time to give our dogs the most information that they need. The question can become then, 
How do we know if we've let out too far? Or the opposite, how do we know if we've not let out far enough? And how do we fix that? Number one is if your dog ends up way in front of you and you can't help push them to the third, fourth obstacle that's out in a straight line, then maybe you didn't lead out far enough. But what happens if we lead out too far is we end up waiting for our dogs to catch up to us and we have no more room to, to keep running because we're at the tunnel that we want or we're at the jump that we want. And by the time the dog does get to us, we're at a, a dead standstill. So that's not useful for the dog either. So what do we, how do we fix this? How do we figure out how far to lead out? We fix it by experimenting, by learning and, and putting scenarios to our dog of A, B, C, D, E obstacles, lead out to obstacle B, what, what happens? Lead out to obstacle C, what happens? Don't lead out at all. What happens in that string of five obstacles and experiment with how far you can lead out, how far you should lead out, and what does your dog do on, on those five obstacles as you're leading out? The other thing that you can do is learn to predict your dog, learn to predict their speed, learn to predict their path, and take note of what happens when you decel too fast, when you don't decel fast enough. Take note of it because the dogs are listening to you. If your dog is in focus and your dog has the skills of agility already, but they're refusing to take an obstacle because you're stopped or they're way out in front of you um, because you're way behind, then you haven't learned how to predict your dog's speed. You haven't learned how to predict your dog's path. And those are crucial elements as a handler that we can learn over time. And, and it does change over time. The more skills they get, then the more that uh, we can do with them. But we, they learn, they, they're predictable. Dogs are predictable. We have to learn how to read that predictability. Experiment with your start line stay. Experiment with your lead outs on contacts, on stopped contacts. And what is your dog telling you? Pay attention to them. Video it if you need to. Learn to predict your dogs, their style, their, their path. Uh, and their speed with and without leaders. All right. Thank you very much. This has been Go Get Em Agility Podcast. Thank you for joining me. Please like and subscribe to this podcast it's, uh, and tell your friends. Thanks for joining me. Happy training. Woof, woof.